Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Moser sitting in for Chris Holman upstairs from our studios in our offices in downtown Lansing, Michigan. This time around, reaching out to the Detroit Metro and uh, Kwaku Osai, Chief Executive Officer at Pharmacy Food. Welcome to the Michigan Business Beat. Thank you for having me, man. Excellent. And uh, Chris Holman and I met up with you after we sat through about a six, seven minute presentation, a tech talk of sorts at Automation Alley's recent Integrate at the Suburban Collection Showplace of Novi, Michigan. And Chris said, hey, let's get Mr. Osai on for an interview. So here we are today. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me once again. Appreciate it. Kwaku, can you share your career path with the Michigan business community? I understand there was college in Virginia along with a pair of Ivy League experiences. And uh, share that over to doing business in the Detroit area. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So thank you. So yeah, I'm originally from Alexandria, Virginia. Went to school at VCU where I got a degree in marketing. And thereafter, I joined Deloitte Consulting, primarily consulting for federal agencies. But it was actually through Deloitte that I first came to Detroit, summer 2011, when it was a wildly different place than obviously what it is today, but mm-hmm. even what it would be when I would come back to move to Detroit in the summer of 2013. And before moving to Detroit, I was going to pursue my MBA. I had did a pre-MBA program at Yale as well as Harvard Business School, but I actually decided not to pursue my MBA for a number of reasons. And around the same time that I made that decision. I came across a fellowship program called Venture for America, and it was through VFA. And are you familiar with Venture for America by chance? I've heard the name, but not as deeply aware of it as I should be. So you can even take a couple moments and share about that. Yeah, briefly, it is similarly modeled after Teach for America, but whereas they take recent graduates and put them into inner city schools to teach students, this was about taking top recent graduates and putting them in entrepreneurial organizations in developing cities across the country with the thought and hope that by exposing, you know, us to what it means to build a business from the ground up, some of us would, you know, kind of catch the bug and hopefully start businesses daily in the developing cities we found ourselves in. And so in any event, that's what brought me to Detroit. I was originally interviewing with Detroit Venture Partners. I get to uh, serve on with them. They're like, hey, Kwaku, we really like you. This special opportunity we think you'd be great for. And then they threw me into an interview with a gentleman named Dan Gilbert, who I don't want to assume you know, but I believe you do based on that smile. Yeah. Yeah. We hit it off. He hired me onto his team. And I worked closely with Dan for about a year before we went on to actually co-found a company together thereafter, which is a tech startup that I led for a little over a year until after a year, unfortunately, I got pushed out of that startup and not by him, but it couldn't happen for him to sign off. So we still enjoy a relationship today. It's just not nearly the same as what it once was, which is fine. But in any event, after that, I started buying a lot of real estate in Detroit, got lured back home to the DC area. And I was on the fast track of becoming a partner of a local government contracting firm. And after being there for close to a year, it was really weighing on my heart to do something that was a bit more meaningful. I should say a lot more meaningful and definitely more impactful. And so I moved back to Detroit in the summer of 2016 to start Cooperative Capital. And it was through the Cooperative Capital journey that led me to start my latest venture, Pharmacy Food, which I'm sure we'll get to talk a bit more about. Perfect. Yeah, it leads me right into it. Tell us about Pharmacy Food. Yeah, well, thank you. So, yeah, pharmacy food, we're all about bringing functional food and food as medicine to the forefront. At the moment, we take folks' dietary information, but we're getting really close to being able to take folks' actual health information if they still choose to provide it. And if they do, we'll use that info to create delicious meals to support folks' health and well-being. You know, this is a business that came to me based on my own venture. Cooperative capital was one as many entrepreneurial journeys go. It was one of many highs. 
many lows. And through the ups and downs, I realized that if I was going to continue to do this type of work, which I'm committed to, then I needed to basically properly resource myself and start putting in the right things. I basically had just gotten through a particularly challenging time period with uh, cooperative capital, and it really depleted everything I had in me. And so I realized that, you know, I knew that, you know, as I was trying to, you know, think through what could I do to make sure that I will stand whatever challenge might come my way moving forward, I realized that my diet nutrition wasn't any good. And I knew intuitively, as well as based on, you know, just everything I've learned over the last decade, that what we put into our body, primarily with food and nutrition, but even, you know, if you think about what we're consuming through what we're listening to, what we're watching, basically anything we consume, whether any ways that it might come to us is very instructive, informative into what we will produce or what comes out of us. So in any event, I saw that that was a major issue for myself and realized along the way that it was a tremendous issue for so many others. You maybe already know this, but, you know, just for the sake of the folks that are listening in, you know, 60% of Americans are suffering from a chronic illness or disease. 40% are suffering two or more. These are pre-pandemic numbers. So actually, if we you know look at the latest reports, it may actually be worse because all is pointing towards you know things declining. In any event, most of these diseases could be stemmed and in many cases even reversed through a proper nutrition and a bit of exercise. And so just kind of understanding the kind of big scope of this issue, I realized that we had something that could be extremely powerful. And I can go on and on and on. It kind of starts with the person, but it goes deeper into that. We source our ingredients from local farmers and we're supporting the farmers that are, you know, doing all the right things, you know, sustainable farming, in some cases, even regenerative farming. And so now we're talking about climate change impact, especially as we grow our business. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for the moment, we have two locations, one in the city of Detroit at the Mary Grove Conservancy. Our second location is in Plymouth, Michigan and the Michigan Life Science Innovation Center, where we're getting prepared to launch our next two locations in the next couple months. And so as we expand this thing, you know, the breadth and depth of our impact is only continuing to expand, which is exciting. Perfect. And uh, perhaps we'll have you back at the point of those launches and get you in contact with Chris Holman at that point. And your information really explains pretty well what ends up being your tagline of healing food, healing people, healing communities. As I alluded to earlier at the start of our conversation, you recently spoke at Automation Alley's Integrate. How are you applying Industry 4.0 for your business ventures? Yeah, no, beautiful question. The way we are looking at that is uh, what we're finding is there are a number of people suffering, though each of our respective journeys vary quite widely and wildly. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are suffering from the same things. And what we're finding is that the short answer is that we believe over time, because we're increasingly becoming data-driven with the information we're collecting. Mm -hmm. And so we're not in a position where we could do this now, but we're coming across profiles of people that are very similar. And if we can apply some machine learning over time, I think we'll be in a position where we could be ever more precisely prescriptive and actually predictive. Because then, you know, for now, for instance, we just launched our meal subscription program, which is... Folks will come in to our website, they'll fill out a survey that gives us all of their current health information as well as their health goals. We'll then use that information to create meal plan designed for them. Over a time period, as we increasingly get data-driven, we basically increasingly prove the efficacy of our meals or what we call our nutritional intervention on these people's health. 
then we will be able to, I think, apply that to other folks that we come across down the line. And as we do more of this, of course, then we should be, again, able to be more precise as far as being prescriptive in the type of meals we're providing folks, as well as predictive of the other things. Because here's another thing I should mention about our model. Whereas most food-based businesses are transactional in nature, we really strive to be relational. We actually see the food as just the beginning point, you know, and while nutrition is a foundational component of health, it isn't the panacea for health and wellness. So we've structured agreements with gym owners, yoga studios, massage therapists, life coaches, et cetera. While we're building our food business, we're also building an ecosystem of all the other preventative health interventions that exist that should support someone on their journey towards health and well-being. And again, we're not here just yet, but as we continue to build this out, I think over time, we'll be able to create like a rather specific pathway like, oh, yeah, we've seen this before. You know, you're 20 pounds overweight. You want to achieve this. You're from this zip code. You got this income level. These are the two, three things in addition to our food that we believe we could put forth towards you. And I guess another thing I should mention is that very fortunately, we've gotten what we call our health resource partners open to offering our customers an initial sizable discount. And so this is making these type of services and products more affordable and accessible for folks that have historically been potentially left out of that picture. And so in any event, over a time period through machine learning, and I think a bit of AI wisely used when the time is right for it, we'll be able to create a really beautiful pathway that says, okay, yep, come in to us. We'll provide you this food. But in addition to that, you know, you really want to do exercise. If you haven't done exercise in a while, we're going to set you up with this personal trainer. Because you haven't exercised in a while and you're 30 plus pounds overweight, let's say, once you start to activate your body again, there's probably going to be some real soreness there. So we want to connect you with this massage therapist and basically being able to create this connected, almost seamless pathway. Let me shut up with this and just say that you go into any large room, like the room we were in when we met, sure. and you ask people if they want to be healthier, regardless of their health levels, the overwhelming majority of people are going to you know, raise their hand. Despite that, as the stats that I gave you before, the overwhelming majority of people are going the wrong way. So despite the desires that people have, we're going in the wrong direction. And what we realize is that it's actually sometimes peculiarly difficult to figure out what is my pathway for to actually reach a good ideal weight level, a good health level, a good energy level. And so we're basically just trying to build the system of tomorrow that will help eliminate each and every barrier that many folks are facing. Tremendous. Well, Kwaku, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Truly my pleasure. I'm looking forward to talking to Chris, but it's been an honor talking to you today. Excellent. Once again, Kwaku Osai, Chief Executive Officer at Pharmacy Food of Detroit Metropolitan Area in Michigan, and an individual that we met at Automation Alley's Integrate. We'll be back with more Michigan Business Beat, Michigan Business Network.